Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now. for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure... Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And, of course, they have Junior Bergen T-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at uh, ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. Coulter, during this time where we got to be a little bit socially distanced, it's nice to know we can get out on the links and play a little bit of golf. And nobody better than Western Birch to get your round started right. That's right. Golf's been definitely one of my favorite pastimes during quarantine times. And it's recently landed my new Western Birch customized golf tees. Go check out Western Birch golf tees at westernbirch.com. These classy golf tees are made of 100% white birch hardwood and printed with high quality color right here in the United States. A company founded right here in Montana. These durable wood golf tees, perfect way for you to market your business. Just think, anytime you break a tee, your brand is sitting on the tee box forever. You can hand them out to your clients, your buddies, your golf partners, whoever. Great way to earn top of mind awareness while also playing a sport we all love. Again, you can check out all the cool designs online at westernbirch.com. Add your logo on a thousand of any of their tees for $150 delivered to your door. Give them to clients, friends, watch them get impressed by the quality of the look of a simple golf tee and by your creativity. Give Western Birch the opportunity to show you what they're talking about. Email and ask for Chad at info at westernbirch.com, info at westernbirch.com, or follow on Instagram and Facebook, westernbirch.com. How we doing? Kidding me? Friday? Sunny? Summer? Now from the Kurtz Polaris studio, here is Ryan Tutel and Coulter Nuanez. And feeling very good in the Kurtz Polaris studio, absolutely. Thanks for being with us. It's Tutel and Nuanez, 1029 ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television. A uh, happy Friday to you. If you missed anything in the first hour of the show, including our interview with Montana football safeties coach Shan Schillinger. Go ahead and check it out on the uh, podcast. The Two and the Wanda's podcast is available wherever you get your podcasts, all your favorite platforms, Apple Podcasts, other podcasts. Those are the two forms, right? Those two right there, sure. Uh, the podcast available 
Thanks to Blackfoot and Alpine Touch. If you would like to call, 361-3688 is the phone number. All guests join us via the Rangish Brothers RV phone line, including our guest right here right now, Sean Rainey, our buddy Sean Rainey from SWX Montana Television, ABC Fox in Western Montana. Sean, nice to have you in here, man. Thanks for making the time. How are we doing? It's, it's Friday, man. We're feeling all right. Oh, we're doing we're doing fantastic. Good. The sun's out. Just uh, ready for the for the weekend. We can Hopefully smell Coulter victory already. Yeah, you and yeah, Coulter right? teaming up for for a golf. Uh, all, all I heard the whole week leading up to the Grizz golf tournament was, uh, you know, we're going to be right in the middle. Whatever. I said, no, I accept nothing less than being champions, and we almost did win it from the net perspective. So you did accept something less then, right? Well, I, I didn't accept it willingly, Gus. I accept nothing but <laughs> championships on Sunday, Randy. I can't wait. I just need. I just. Coulter and, and, and Ryan, just keep him in check. Make make sure he doesn't go out late Saturday night. My you man, know, we got I, early morning Sunday. I, I you can you can you can find somebody else for that job. Okay, I got my own problems. So I don't need this problem on my hands. Uh, Sean, let's uh, let's let's shift gears here, and and yeah. we're having you on here. Jeff Snavely is the uh, football coach at Darby High School. He's been the head football coach there for seven years. Um, on you know. Facebook on social media, we know that people say a bunch of things, and and you know sometimes you know say stuff that they like to have back, whatever it is. But also, you know, whenever you're in a position that is you know a position of of whether it's a profile or a position, you know, in this case where you're a coach, you're with kids and that kind of thing, um, you gotta you gotta mind your p's and q's among other things. And shortly after. Um, George Floyd's death and then the protests that erupted after that. And some of them, you know, okay, were, were uh, you know, had some, some looting and some different, you know, vandalism and things like that going on in them. And there was a picture or a video of something along those lines happening in Salt Lake City. And I'll just read this so that, you know, it's because this is what was said. Jeff Snavely posted May 31st on Facebook, quote, they should all be strung up and hang like the old days. A lot less of that bleep would go on, end quote. So um, this was, you know, obviously taken to be first and foremost, uh, you know, a, a, a racial comment and one of the worst possible that you can make. I mean, when you're talking about hanging somebody, I mean, it's completely unacceptable in that regard. Now, he came under fire for that, obviously deleted the post for that. And now the school board has had a meeting via Zoom about whether he would be retained as the head coach or not. He had an opportunity to speak. And the reason you're here is because you were on that Zoom call. You were able to cover that, uh, you know, in your position with the media. So tell us basically the, the, the format of this thing and what took place and what your takeaway was from this as you saw it. Yeah, like so for, you know, the full, you know, background with my – um, closeness in, in doing this story. I've done a bunch of you know stories on the Derby football team in the past, so I've known Jeff for a few years now, um, and you know had spoke to him on the phone for probably an hour each call, um, like twice before leading up to this um, meeting. And yeah, the meeting was kind of an open forum on Facebook Live and Zoom, and. Uh, it lasted for two hours. Coach Snavely um, addressed the board for the first time um, publicly. Um, he had had some conversations with a, a couple of them um, privately beforehand. But he talked for about 10 minutes from like a, a scripted um, thing that um, 
that he wrote out, um, and then they opened it up to the public. They allowed people, you know, two minutes each to say whatever they wanted um, on the on the matter, um, and that lasted for about I want to say like an hour and twenty minutes. So a lot of people were on there, and uh, I think 90, 90% of them were, um, you know, people speaking out against um, what he said and asking for his firing. And then after that, the the board kind of deliberated. It was kind of interesting because everyone was still like on the Zoom call and on Facebook Live, and it was like a conversation that like normally would be held like behind closed doors. You know, like the board members are just talking to each other, like what should we do here? Meanwhile, we're all just like sitting there listening. Like it was kind of like interesting in, in that aspect. Um, and a lot of them, you know, struggled with admitted like that they didn't know um, what to do and that they were very torn. Um, it's a, it's a small town. So obviously all these people have <clears throat> relationships have known each other for a long time and everything that I've known of coach Navely leading up to this incident. Um, I've heard nothing but great things um, about him and what he's done for the team and the community and as a coach. And so I think a lot of the people down at Darby felt the same way. And so I think this whole thing has been, uh, you know, pretty hard for a lot of the people down there. And the board members talked about, you know, how difficult of a position this was, um, but that they also were very alarmed by what, you know, he said and, and how that represents not only Darby, but all of Montana. And so they were kind of born. There was one board member that was in particular that was, you know, in very much support of him. And he quickly, you know, asked for saying that he should be suspended and have, you know, some uh, sensitivity training and things like that. And when they voted, all of them were voted in favor of not terminating. And, um, you know, they'll figure out all the details as far as how long the suspension will be. Um, how, like what the courses will be, how they'll be assigned, and you know if he's going to talk in front of the school and you know all that stuff, they'll figure out the details and you know let him know about that. But that was overall how it went, and uh, I, I do think a lot of the people on the call, um, at least like in the public, um, you know weren't happy about the the non termination. Um, and uh, you know everyone's entitled to their opinion, but that was the the full kind of two hours. When when it comes to what he said in his in his scripted you know statement his 10 minutes that that he put together what was his explanation because when you read this and you see what he put on there i mean it's just like it's yeah. not a misstep it's not an oh whoops or a, you know I, I misspoke here i mean that is egregious right so i mean what what was how how does he go about trying to contextualize this thing or whatever yeah well he and that's kind of the the issue that a lot of people had with it he um, not not what he said, but how he kind of presented his apology. So he said that, you know, he's kind of an old Western kind of guy, and, you know, back in the day, whether non-racial, just whenever somebody would do something that would be bad, they would just, they would just hang him. And so that's what he meant was just, it was more of like a personal responsibility for your actions. And he was, you know, talked about being... Um, having family members that are in the police force and being a firefighter and seeing, you know, cop cars being vandalized and burned and destroyed and things like that really hit a nerve with him. And it was more just like an emotional reaction to that. And it wasn't, and you know, it was in Salt Lake city. So there was, 
if if I watched a few videos that I think were the one, and a lot of them were, you know, just as many, if not more, white people than black people in those, and he was upset with just the the rioting and the looting and the destroying of like police property, and so he said it was just obviously that he said that he shouldn't have said, you know, those those words that way, but it was more like he just felt like those people should be held accountable and they wouldn't. And he just happened to say it that way, which led to all this. What was his, was his, you know, explanation. Of right. It. Did he have supporters as well? I mean, was it, was there people that were fighting for him to keep? Oh him yeah. Up? Oh yeah. There, I mean, not as many on the call, but I mean, he had, you know, players, current, former, so many people in Derby, like right, like full on, like, tons of letters and sent them to the board members. I mean, there was like the petition to get him fired, but there was also a petition to keep him. And there was like just as many to keep him as there were to fire him. And I think that's the, and, and that was kind of his, you know, one of the things that you know, he got very emotionally, he cried multiple times was talking about all the things that he's done in the seven years there. And you know, how he doesn't think that one, you know, one mistake should erase all the good that he's done there. And I think that the board members listened to that, that part of it and, you know, really took into account what he had done in the past with his actions. Um, because let's be real, like if he was a, you know, not, I'm not even talking wins and losses here, but if he was like not a good coach as far as like, you know, community and team and everything, they're probably, you know, not, you know, not fighting for him to, you know, keep his job through all this. But I think they saw what he had done in the past, and that's probably, from what I watched, that played a large factor in, in not firing him. At Blackfoot Communications, we're experts at keeping your business technology up and running. From networks and security to communications and 24-7 support, we evaluate your current state infrastructure and deploy the right technology solution for your future. Whether your company is just starting out or is looking to take the next step, Blackfoot is here to help. Call 866-541-5000 or visit goblackfoot.com slash business to learn more. Well, Sean, we appreciate you being here with us. We appreciate you, uh, you know, your, your insight and having been on the call to kind of relay that information and help us out, sort of kind of understand at least as best as we can what's going on here. And uh, next time we have you on, hopefully it will be on on lighter subjects than this. But we appreciate the time. Yeah, of course, Coulter, get ready for Sunday, man. Can't wait. All right. Uh, <laughs> See you guys. Sean Rainey joining us. Um, to tell Nuanas, one hundred two nine ESPN Radio. I mean, this here's the thing, man. Like. I, I grew I grew up and I still love watching westerns and all that kind of stuff. Okay, there's a level at which I can understand like the, you know, the old west street justice thing, you know, or whatever it is. But this is I mean it's just unacceptable. I mean, period. End of story. Regardless of if you think that it isn't racial, first of all, it is. But second of all, even if it's not, <laughs> suggesting that this even hyperbolically is the thing that should happen is 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 asinine it's it's completely unacceptable now i understand in small communities and a guy who's got you know presumably and, and looks like you know a good reputation and 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 that and that is going to get the benefit of the doubt within the people that he you know has relationships with and all of that and that's fine and that's you know i think that's part of what makes you know small towns 
uh, uh, work and go. And I really liked that a lot, you know, is the, the knowing of everyone, you know, and, and the friends of everybody and, and that sort of thing. I just don't know how you say something like that in a circumstance like that in ignorance, because you know what's going on here. Like, you know what's going on here at, at, at large. That uh, I understand the destruction of police property, destruction of fire uh, property. That's unacceptable. It's unacceptable also. Like, that, there's no question that, that you cannot do that. But so is this to say something like that as a person who is with, with the students. So, you know. It's where we're at. It's the reality of what it is. And, you know, he obviously or at least purportedly is recognizing that he should not have said what he said. Okay, but he did. And I mean, that's 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 not to me. It's not merely a mistake. I mean, that's a that that's just an absolute no hard no. It's like failing a drug test before the NFL combine. The fact that you're doing drugs while you're promote while you're pursuing a professional football career is secondary to the fact that you're just so dumb that you decided to do this and throw all caution to the wind. Regardless of if you're going to be a drug user in the future, the timing of it all just says I do have no respect for the rules at hand. If you're a mentor of young people, you have to make better decisions than this. Regardless of what you're talking about, how can you ever tell kids, hey, watch what you put on social media if you put dumb stuff like this on social media? I'm not, and dumb is just, uh, it, it's underselling the level of offensiveness for this. Um, but I think that, uh, yeah, I think it's a tough situation down in Derby because, I, like Sean said, I think that this guy has done a lot. I don't know if you necessarily need to bury somebody for one uh, specific comment. But on the other hand, given the timing and the climate that we live in right now, combined with the fact that there is a stereotype, there is a presumption about what people that live in you know southwestern Montana are like, mm-hmm. it just doesn't look great. <laughs> Great's not the right word. It looks terrible for yeah. the Derby community and, uh, you know, Fortunately and unfortunately, this is something that's going to be old news now that it's been decided upon. But I think that, uh, I mean, as my brother and I spoke to each other about incessantly, I think that we need to stop arguing and everybody just Mm -hmm. needs to listen. And that's, I think, could get every single one of us, no matter where you're from or what color your skin is, that could get us a lot farther than the situation that we're in right now. It's Friday. Uh, we've had uh, some levity in the show, but we've also had some heaviness in the show, which we've just had now. We will try and go back the other way, the, uh, you know, multiple sides of the happy, sad scale. So we'll see if Carolyn, our dear friend Carolyn, who joins us every Friday, has something that can make us happy. We'll do that next. Gus, the first meal I had outside my own home following the quarantine was at your house. Brought over a bunch of meat. I brought over my Alpine Touch. But I didn't bring it home. I forgot it at your place. Our first meal was made better, as every meal is made better, by Alpine Touch on basically everything. I put Alpine Touch hickory smoke on my cereal in the morning. <laughs> it's, it's reached that level of usage. And the fact that you left it, I knew that you left it at my house. You brought it over, left it at my house. And like a real jerk, I said nothing to you because I was like, well, that's mine, dude. That's it. You came to my house. You left it in my house, and I'm eating all of it. We've gotten so far into this Alpine Touch obsession, I think, that I actually think we might be able to host a podcast about all the things that you can make with Alpine Touch. It would be short, 
everything. (laughs) They have a bunch of different varieties of spices, as we know. Uh, They are local from the state of Montana, Shoto, shout out, original Alpine Touch. And it's great when it's not just local, when it's not just supporting the state of Montana, but when it's also actually the best thing that you can get. I mean, when it comes to spices... Uh, it's second to none. So, boys and girls, use your Alpine Touch. Colter, tell them where they can get it. AlpineTouch.com, no matter where you're at in the entire world listening to this, if you are in the United States of America and you make an order of over $50, which, you know, if you get yourself the Grand Slam and maybe some barbecue sauce, some sunflower seeds, you're there. Free shipping anywhere in the United States of America right now. Uh, so go to AlpineTouch.com. They're rolling out all their summer Big Mountain flavor packages. The sunflower shoots are really, really good as well. Alpine Touch has got you covered. Alpine Touch, Montana's special spice. If they cut minor league baseball teams, it's a very important if-then sort of situation we got there. We got it? See what's going on? I hope so. Hi, boys and girls. Two Tell Nuanas, 1029 ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television. Happy to be with you on this Friday afternoon. Hope you are well. We are uh, we are doing pretty well. I'm looking forward to the weekend. Colter, you're looking forward to the weekend. I, am. I think this is a good spot again to mention. We sort of briefly covered this just the other day. We'll get to uh, Carolyn here in just a moment. Our dear friend Carolyn, the chick who doesn't know sports. Uh, but uh, next Friday is the third of July. The 4th of July, thereby, if I got my numbers and my weeks set up right, is Saturday. As such, we will be observing the 4th of July holiday, Independence Day, on the 3rd of July, and will not be here doing a show, okay? Also, because we're smart, <laughs> we're taking the next week off to extend the thing out a little bit, a little vacation for Tutel and Nuanas, Okay. Coulter will be on every golf course in America, and I will be in any lake and river I can find to maintain my sanity, but we will not be here. So, you know, I set your set your time frames accordingly. I realize that this is like 10 hours of your week that you will get back because you won't be, you know, tied to your radios around well, Western Montana uh, listening to us uh, that week. But just so you know, just so it's not a shock and a surprise and you can get over the major disappointment that it is right now. Okay? Okay. Just so we're clear. Oh, I'm so happy. It's Friday. And this means so very many things, but most importantly in our lives that we get to have some fun. Thanks to the IR Grizz. With Carolyn, the chick who doesn't know sports. Hello, Carolyn. Nice to see you. Hello. Uh, you uh, you dressed down from last week. Last week we commented about the Afghan that you had on. Very nice. The cardigan. Throw and uh, various other elements. And today it's Sporty Spice, I'm, which is fine I'm too. I'm sporting it. Uh, I don't know. I just felt like I I wanted to look like a tennis player coming in here. Okay. Because it's sports and been, i was just been like jogging lately or what i've been jogging have you are I've you been, a jogger? no god no um i do the peloton people mm. oh mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. Oh, um so that happens when you're grading your jab you can afford I mean, things like that i don't have a peloton i have a spin bike and i have the peloton app still sounds expensive um <laughs> i gotta say i gotta say something here before you start in on your topics okay, okay? um now y- some uh, stereotypes are stereotypes for a reason and you have you have in the last five seconds checked just so very many boxes and I know for a fact because you told me this the reason that you're dressed the way you are is because you were digging 
rock or spreading rock with a shovel or something Correct. like this. Um, you grew up, you live now in the same neighborhood that I grew up in. Yes. It is uh, Montana's version, which I would say is slightly less offensive, but only slightly so less offensive than it is suburbia USA. I mean, this is what the place is. And you have t- undertaken to spend time, money, effort, work to replace rock in your flower garden with other rock in your flower garden. And this to me, along with your Peloton app and your midnight real estate and your nights out to fancy, not quite bars like little cheese plate bars, you have hit every like suburban stereotype that there is. And I just, I don't know. You are funny and you are kind. And these are, these have to go so very far because there's not, I don't know what else about this whole, just not, having a place to live, not having a job to have. Those were the best times of my life. And I just don't know what we're doing here with the suburban life. Okay. Well, first of all, it's lava rock that I'm replacing. Right. With river rock. I mean, I didn't say they were the same rock. I just said you replaced one rock for another rock. Yes. Well, the lava rock was ugly and getting kicked all over my yard. And have you ever stepped on a piece of lava rock barefoot? Yeah. I I have. Okay. Well, it doesn't it's it's worse than a Lego. You know what? River Rock is not exactly a Nerf ball. I would rather step on River Rock. So this than was lava the rock. impetus for this. <laughs> no. It was we've been in the house for 10 years. It's it's just was time to zhuzh it up. That's the explanation right there. Suburban America right here. I grew up in suburban America. Man. I live in suburban America now. I am fine with that. Okay. It's just so funny when you act different than what you are or when you are different than how you act. That's the thing. Mm. That's the what thing are you right saying? there. You're I... just way cooler than that, Carolyn. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. I agree. I expected you to be, you know, to come from the edgy district of Toronto, Canada. Missouri. Mm, <laughs> <laughs> Carolyn, your fan is waiting. What do you have today for us? Hi, Dan. Um, yes, my one fan, my husband. Um, okay. I don't even know. I have so much. Okay. First well, and foremost, go. the New York City ma- Marathon is canceled officially. Right. It had been moved back like six months or yeah. something, and now it's just no. Now, you asked if I run, and I said, oh, my God, no. So I I don't feel, I mean, I feel bad for these people, but now they don't have to run a marathon. So I'm actually really happy for the people that aren't doing it. As I told Coulter, was it last week or maybe a week and a half ago? They've been doing these virtual uh, yeah. runs and stuff. Yeah, and Ryan thought it was like a video game. Or I something. had no idea. <laughs> I thought you like pressed A, B and just like well, 26 what, hours. What's the point? Like the point of having the run is to run. And I was like, what? Just having a, you know, a remote controlled course or VR headset run. What? That seems like just a complete waste of time. But now I understand that you're running with like your phone in running. your pocket or something right. to show that you've done. Because you've done the miles. 26.2. I could do... A marathon. I could do twenty six point two miles in over like twenty six point two days. Yeah, just do like a mile a day. Mm. That sounds right. That's that about my speed. But yeah. no, I, there's no way. Anyway, sucks so, for them. Okay, but <laughs> so that's it. That's the upshot. That's sucks all. for them. Um, the New York Marathon canceled. Good. But the Kentucky Derby is going to go on and have mm. fans. <sighs> now here is my issue. Renews my worst nightmare. The, At least it's not on my birthday to ruin it like it does every other year. Well, the fans that will be there are probably in that COVID 
you know, mm. zone of older age. Sure. Now, excuse me. When is the Kentucky Derby? September. It's, it's usually around May. They moved, they it, moved it back. So oh, it'll okay. Be in I was so confused. The, I was Kentucky Derby is your birthday, it's which is always my birthday. It's always okay, the first okay. weekend of May. So they pushed it back to September mm-hmm. to try and have fans. For no race. less than 25 years, my mother has asked me if I'd like to watch the Kentucky Derby on my birthday with her. And I say, Mom, horse racing is not a sport. The answer is no. Okay. Um, well, first of all, can you stop doing that to your mom? <laughs> she birthed you. Oh, no. I hang out with her on my birthday. I just don't. I'm just not well, into watching watch the, the Kentucky Derby. I mean, I do because now I can gamble on it. Here's the thing. Carry on. The, the Kentucky Derby is great. I find it to be awesome. It's two minutes long. Yeah. I don't need a four hour telecast. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Let, I'll let's fall. load them up and let's run. Yep. Let's go. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Well, so I guess my concern is the people in the stands might be a little bit older and in mm. that, you know. Here's what I'm going to say, so, okay? I don't want to be callous about this. I'm not, okay. N- not not, oh, not I thought you me. I'm talking about myself here. No, 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 not yet. I already <laughs> accused you of being a suburbanite, which you said, yeah, that's great. That's yeah. what I am. Uh, we all know the deal at this point, okay? The risks that are out there and, and whatever. If people, if, if, if an event is open and people go to it, which invariably they will, I think that, that people are assuming the risk for themselves as individuals. And if that goes the wrong way then then that, that's a bummer that's too bad but that is you know i'm not i'm gonna have a hard time feeling sorry for people if they attend the kentucky derby and then it turns out that they are in poor health agreed. after that agreed but okay. they're, they're doing it so who, who knows what that's going to mean for other sporting events and we'll see what happens we'll see what happens Um, this is my favorite story this week clinton dix ha ha clinton dix yes what? His first name is Ha. Oh, I thought you were Clinton, laughing. Cl- no, no, Clinton Dix is his last name. It's hyphenated. Got That's it. ironic in itself. We know Ha Ha is his first name. That's also ironic. The whole thing the is whole pretty thing remarkable. The whole thing is making me laugh. Okay. Anyway, this is the reaction. This is what's funny here is that it's now now it seems like trivial and childish. But the first time anybody ever heard that name, it, this is the exact reaction, <laughs> myself included. Wait, excuse me, the man. The man's name is Ha Ha Clinton Dix. Okay. Okay, that's so funny. Anyway. She probably thought when she's looking up the video that it was like, ha ha. No, no right. I this video is going to be funny. Said. Which it is. <laughs> I was like, they're not wrong. It's really funny. <laughs> okay. So there's this video of him on a little Razor scooter. Yeah. Scooting up. Let me tell you something. Every town in America over about 6,000 people should have a fleet of these pay by the minute or pay by the, you know, whatever scooters. Are you kidding me around Boise? Except for Coulter, you can't do it. Why? Oh. Would he just fall? Immediately. First curb. Down. (laughs) Broken. Am I wrong about this? You're not. It's your, it's your nightmare. But in general, that's a great way to get around. Yeah. I mean, and they're kind of like the new thing with kids. I mean, they're back with kids like the kids are scooting again but anyway right. that's not uh, okay. this isn't an ad for kids scooters are scooting again. they are they're, i'm My like get out on your scooters scooter yeah. last night yeah anyway so he's scooting and you see on his video you see the car his car and then you see a bear a mama bear and her cub and then you see him scoot up and then he just go i mean he f- just flies off of it leaps off the we're thing. gonna post it right on facebook the great the great okay. thing about this video is that 
the the camera angle is high. You see the bears yeah. and you see him coming at him, but neither <laughs> entity has an awareness of the other because there's a car betwixt the two. Man. And so yes. he comes around the corner and that is an all-time rea- Both of them, yeah. the bear and the cub, gone the other direction. I know. I was, was shocked nice. that the mama bear didn't. I know. Well, know. She, she stopped and turned right at the very end. Like she oh. took off and then was like She's ready like, Wait to a like, what are we doing here? Yeah. And haha Clinton Dix was fully 100 yards the other direction by that time. <laughs> Three has, seconds, he gone. He has the distinct advantage of being one of the few humans on in the world that actually can outrun a wild could. animal. Yeah, probably could. <laughs> well, he was like a scared little girl, and I loved it. Well, it, it was, was I hilarious. Mean, yeah. Listen, find any. I saw a bear last Friday. And it was, it's always, I love seeing bears in particular because they're relatively rare to come across. And when you do, it's great. But if you were to surprise me with a bear on the other side of door number two, from which I was five feet away, my reaction would be very much like Ha Ha's was. I mean, I would be. It wouldn't have been Ha Ha. Not, not then initially. That's really, that's great. Where does he live? Well, I believe he's now a member of the Dallas Cowboys, so I don't know where he was. In, yeah, I was thinking that, too. Where yeah. Where is he? I don't know. But we got this. with The video's posted up on our Facebook page. If you haven't seen it, you can go see it. It's all over the place, but you can so see it there. So funny. And it's a great video. Yeah. Yeah. It's, that is good. Yeah. The, uh, the lack of uh, familiarity with wild animals from people from uh, the city, especially the inner city, is, is one of the funniest things that I've experienced in my life, especially covering sports in Montana. Oh, my... Brothers, buddies, who were, one was from San Bernardino and one was from Stockton. They shall remain nameless because this is an embarrassing story for them. First time they ever came to my house up Grant Creek. One of them was, uh, he's about 6'5", 280. He can handle himself pretty darn well in any situation. Saw a deer, screamed like a little girl. Out. A deer? Out. What is that thing? No way. Not eating on the deck. We are eating inside. Not happening. For a, from a deer. Yep. My other, oh, wow. The other story I got to tell is uh, one of my buddies is from Atlanta, Georgia. And the first time we ever flow the river, <laughs> he's like, Cole, is there snakes in the river? And I'm like, yeah, dude, there's, <laughs> there's huge snakes in the Montana river. Now, why would rivers. you do that to him? So this dude, this dude sees a river otter and he thinks it's a python. Oh, and man. And he is out. He is off the tube, flopping around, <laughs> now, screaming. In his defense, I've been in rivers in different parts of the country, in different parts of, of earth, you know? And if you don't know, you assume the worst. I've been in rivers in Africa, and you just think that, well, this this might be it, and this could be the worst way to go. Especially when you can't see and Well, that's water. what I'm saying. Yeah. And so then you rely on what who are supposed to be your local friends to not be jerks to you about it. And if I saw a head bobbing and weaving in the, in the river... I would be out too. So you know what? That's on you, Colter. It is you on jerk. me. I'm sorry that I'm laughing. Oh, it's just so funny. I think it's funny. Um, all right, last little story here, and this yes. is um, this is a suburban mom cautionary tale, and I want everyone to listen. Lava rock so prickly. Lava it rock hurts, your, hurts feet. your feet. No, this is serious. Isn't, is, isn't everything every suburban mom say says a cautionary tale? Yes. Isn't that what defines well, you your know life? How worrying I want about to help. everything? Well, yes. But that's just how sort of in my DNA. How much in the toothpaste? <laughs> Listen, this is something, this is serious. This is serious. Okay. I'm bringing it down a notch. Oh, so you know how I'm, it's important to me, like that these guys that get recruited right out of college or, you know, watching their money Have and all financial that stuff. Planners you know, I and, care. Yeah, yeah, I care yeah, about yeah. these people. They drive a sensible vehicle. Three I mean, years used. That would be great with yes. good gas mileage, like a Honda right, Accord. Right. No safe, safe, safe. <laughs> Not leather interior. I think you might get cut 
straight up if you drove, drove no, a Honda there, Accord to the there, NFL there's a practice cu- There's stadium. a couple of guys who've been out there that drove. Tercel. Doesn't, uh, is it Paul George that still, or is it Kawhi Leonard? One of those two guys drives. Kawhi his, drives a truck, his old truck like his around. 97 yeah. Good, good for yeah. him. I like that. Okay, this is serious though. It's a Cornell freshman recruit. Okay. okay. He was going full in what, ride. In, does, in what sport? Football. Okay. Okay. Gets on Snapchat. Uh-huh. And says some very bad things. Okay. Now, you shouldn't say these things anyway. You certainly shouldn't say them on Snapchat or social media. And he got dropped completely. He doesn't get to go play football, full ride, all that stuff. Okay. Here is my cautionary tale. Kids, stop doing that. Thank you. That's my TED Talk. Excellent. Well done. You know, <laughs> if, if it wasn't for that inspirational speech, I know. I, I bet this would road. have been a wave that would have taken over the, the nation and, and it might have taken a lot of people down. But now I think that you have put a stay in this. This is this will be the end. And certainly this imbecile who's going to Cornell and not now going to Cornell or at least not playing football any longer, uh, you know, will be the last one. Certainly now. Listen, I feel like you're being sarcastic, hmm. and I guess my point is is that really, you guys, people need to watch their social media and what they're saying, even if they're not going to Cornell. Are you can, on social media? Yeah, of course. Do we? Are you on Twitter? No. Okay. I have Snapchat. A, I don't do Snapchat. Oh, so you'll are your Facebook. sons? Are your sons on social media? Um, my older one has an Instagram account that I. Keep an eye on. Okay. They do mm. YouTube. So you're, you're friends with your son on Instagram. Oh, yeah. Okay. Of course. And on YouTube. And in real life. That's good. <laughs> parents aren't supposed to be friends, Carolyn. Didn't I know. You we're know supposed that? to be parents. Um, yeah, so... What a dumb thing that is. But I've think. actually, after this... Well, there was the a... only thing I ever heard in my whole life. What? No. I mean, I understand it, yes, but also no. Anyway. There's a, there's a great balance. There is a great balance. Anyway, I just... You're a friend who's giant compared to the other one. It's like, <laughs> you can do what you want. And, and I should. control everything. Okay, sorry. Oh, I keep interrupting you. Here's my point. Yes. People are going to... Besides the fact that it's wrong, people are going to ruin their futures if they don't stop doing this. There's... It's just driving me crazy. Well, like, okay, so here's a hypothetical for you. Though. Remember once upon a time when all the the uh, elders told us that if you have showing tattoos that you will never get a job? Right. Now our project, production director at ESPN Radio in Missoula is covered in tattoos, right. as are most of our on-air people. And uh, I know people that have tattoos on their necks that have white-collar jobs. So will there be a breaking point in America where people say, well, we all did dumb stuff on Snapchat? I don't think, I don't think when it comes down to the that like racial stuff and um, oh, homophobic so this was, this stuff. Was, oh, this yeah, was like that. Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's never going to be. I mean, okay. listen, if we had Facebook or Instagram when I was 21, there'd be a lot of pictures of me doing keg stands out there. You and Shaq in the club me in Me and SoCal. Shaq in the club. You and Rodman in Chicago. With my mini backpack. What's up? I mean. What's up, Dennis? What's up, D? But yeah, no, <laughs> I, um, I would like these young people to stop posting nasty stuff on the gram and Snapchat and in general, don't do that. It's just bad. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Carolyn. This has been the chick who doesn't know sports. It's brought to us by our friends at the iron Grizz. The iron Grizz is a great little gem of a restaurant. 
attached to the University Golf Course on South Avenue. Indoor and outdoor seating. You can sit on the patio, watch the sunset, watch the folks pl- hit the hit the little white ball around. Or in Coulter's case, I guess it's uh, yellow or stop orange. Doing that, so you just haven't paid it. attention. Yeah, I I, ha- I did stop paying attention about 1998. Uh, in any case, uh, the one thing I had did not stop paying attention to though was the great food and great wine selection over at the iron grizz they're growing their own garden which they're using in the cooking itself great fresh food and an outstanding wine selection as well and coulter we're going to give the people both of those things aren't we we got a gift certificate for a free appetizer plus a free bottle of wine up to a 30 dollars value their appetizers are delicious. Go try the fried okra. I don't think you can get that mm. anywhere in all of Montana. That's a pretty good one. Chef Jesse's new Cajun menu. Pair it with the sweet tea chicken platter. Ask your server about what bottle of wine that you should sample with your entree and your appetizer. Iron Grizz 515 South Avenue East in Missoula, right at the base of Mount Sentinel, connected to the University of Montana Golf Course. Go check out the Iron Grizz American Bistro tonight. For the appetizer and the wine... Give us a call, 361-3688, 361-3688. Call us right now. We will get you set up with that, and uh, you can have a wonderful evening. You and, uh, you know, somebody that you like. Take them with you and enjoy yourselves. Carolyn, I've enjoyed myself. Thank you for being here. No, thank you. Thanks for inviting me back every week. Well, yes, you're welcome. You can come back every week. In fact, you have to. That's the way it works. We'll wrap up a Friday edition of Tutel and Nuanas right after this. At Blackfoot Communications, we're experts at keeping your business technology up and running. From networks and security to communications and 24-7 support, we evaluate your current state infrastructure and deploy the right technology solution for your future. Whether your company is just starting out or is looking to take the next step, Blackfoot is here to help. Call 866-541-5000 or visit goblackfoot.com slash business to learn more. It's a Friday. Tomorrow's the weekend. And the Black Keys are riding us off into the sunset. It's 2 Telling Nuanas, 1029 ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television. Howdy, boys and girls. Great to be with you. Hope you're having a uh, wonderful day. Be safe this weekend, you know, driving around, cruising around, this, that, and the third. Okay? Take care of one another. Uh, if you missed anything in the show, check it out on the podcast. The 2 Telling Nuanas podcast is available wherever you get your podcasts. It's available all the time. And uh, you can rate, review, subscribe. Just have it come right to you as soon as it's available. It is available thanks to our friends at Blackfoot and Alpine Touch. Uh, Coulter, I got a couple questions for you here to uh, end up the week. Are you are you ready? You okay? I can't wait. Okay. Seems like you could wait. That was got a little delay there. Okay. Here's my question. Between you and I, okay? Yep. Be honest now. Who's a better golfer? Man, how do you measure what is good? I mean, I guess the score. That's generally how I would measure it. I mean, if you get uh, non-related people out there to watch us 
and we play a match, play a match, I'll beat you. So I knew you would say that. I appreciate the delay because it does make me think that you did take the question seriously, and it also makes me know that you are wrong because you're going to say that you're going to beat me regardless because that's what you say because you accept nothing less than championships. But we're evenly matched. You are going to play in a... uh, the funniest part is that the aesthetics of our games are so interesting. Man. Because if people just watched you, they would be like, you're terrible, except for when you hit all the shots besides the ones in front of the people on the tee box. You know, they're... The, you're an awesome golfer. You're actually the best recovery shot golfer I know because you're right. so bad off the tee. I, I am a better recovery shot golfer than anybody on earth because <laughs> that's the only thing that I've ever done. Uh, here's the thing. Here's what I here's what I would what I want to know. You're playing a scramble now. This two person scramble with you and Sean Rainey. Yep. Now, I, granted, it's a little bit of a ringer, but if myself and Voice of the Grizz, Riley Corcoran, mm. were on a competing team, mm-hmm. who would win that well, scramble? Of course, of course, you and Riley, because Riley. Uh, oh wow! I'm so amazed uh, you said that. Well, there's that. no question, dude, because Riley, unlike the other three of us, is not a ticking time bomb. <laughs> Now, Sean is going to be very upset that you say he's a good, he's a really good golfer, Sean Rainey. Sean and I are very similar, not in skill-wise, in the fact that we both need to be hot to play well. Sean is actually the only person I know that is even more streaky than me. His The only thing about Sean is, though, his hot streaks can carry over for weeks, not just rounds. <laughs> that said, you could also, I mean, he hits the ball so god dang far he, that if it's not going in the course, it's all the way out of the See, course. He does. He does pound it, and uh, that is, you know, an advantage. See, I was hoping that you were going to just be so convinced that you were just no. Corcoran is because like, Corcoran's just steady just, Eddie, man. Corcoran just bam, just pendulum right I, down the middle. I was already to set up a great big media scramble, just the two of us. But now you've already deferred, so I guess we win. By the way, the bet was going to be a hundred dollars a dinner, so that's what you owe me now, since you've already admitted. <laughs> Here's the best way I could say it. If Sean and I both played our best, we would beat you. But the chances of us both playing our best, if we were to play 100 times, you guys would beat us 95. We would beat you so bad the other five times, but 95 out of 100, I think you guys would beat us. Man, that is, that's dominant. And I, I understand that that's not a compliment to me. It's only well, that's a compliment the thing. See, that's the thing you're, you're glossing over is that you would be the ultimate X factor because Riley's not the ticking time bomb, but if you were to explode more than... Rain Man and I. I know that I don't have time to really flesh out this conundrum, but as you know, my wife, whom I love, who is wonderful, bought me a putter for Father's Day. Yes, she did. It is a spectacular putter, by the way. It is as good as it gets. I was shocked to open it. What are you supposed to do when somebody gives you a present to do the activity that they don't want you to do because it takes so long? I don't Does know. Does it feel like she's setting me up for failure? I, I th- no, I think you need to have a talk about the psychology of men. Man, you know what I think I'm going to do? I'm just going to send her the complete series of Bill Burr stand-up If you were just reviews. better at victimizing yourself, it would go a lot farther for you. <laughs> I mean, I Babe, I am sad. This is the only thing I, that makes me happy. Uh, believe me, you know what the answer to that is. What about me? I don't make you happy, and then it's over. Only That's God, it. only no, no, God no. and golf can save us, Gus. Man, you, we got a lot to learn, you and I. It's two tell nuances. It's, it's been a, it's been a week, hasn't it? We'll I'm be only back kidding, with you Tina. on Monday. We hope. See you then. It's finally starting to feel like winter around here, and if you need some nice winter gear, how about the fine folks at Sitka? They make awesome winter clothes. 
and they sell custom Bobcat Sitka gear at the MSU Bookstore. You can shop online anytime at msubookstore.org, or, of course, you can check out the MSU Bookstore live and in person there on the Montana State campus. They also have some graduation regalia back in order there at the MSU Bookstore. They have an awesome American Indian Council selection as well. Visit on campus anytime you need blue and gold or visit online anytime, anywhere, msubookstore.org. MSU Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day located there on the Montana State campus. 